to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and uh, no fights to pick, at least unless Bellator is hiding a card over the weekend. So I'm just going to recap real quick what could be the last podcast of the year, uh, 2019 interview. So if you're on the Periscope, feel free to jump in. Uh, if you're listening to me on audio, hit subscribe and leave a nice review. And uh, if you're on uh, YouTube, uh, hit subscribe as well. So if I'm missing a story, feel free to jump in and... Uh, comment on it and uh if there's something i'm not talking about or something you want to chime in about what i am talking about I'll chime in as well uh 2019 year in review starting off let's talk about uh conor mcgregor one conor mcgregor this uh sexual assault he hit a old man in a bar and no it wasn't bj penn that's a different story uh then he gets on ariel and apologizes and, and, and i guess all is right with the world again and some people question uh ariel's pressing of questions i think ariel did just fine um it is what it is but now he's coming back in january 2020 and finding donald cerrone kind of sliding over justin gaethje um or even dustin poirier i think a rematch there would have made sense but hey they're going where the money is they're fighting at 170 pounds i'm not sure why uh, and, and I, I think everyone's blaming Connor. It's very possible Donald didn't want to cut either. He had three really hard fights at 155 going one and two. Oh, I'm sorry, two and two, but uh, three of them were hard. He did beat Ally Quinta, but Al did uh, knock him around a few times. Then he fought a month later to Tony Ferguson. I thought his face was going to explode. And then he fought very soon after that against Justin Gaethje, who knocked him out. So maybe that cuts a little too much for him right now, this soon. I don't know. I can only speculate. So... That fight coming up as well. BJ Penn in a bar gets in a fight with, I believe, somebody that works with him in his gym. Gets knocked out. Then he comes back, gets on top of the guy, I guess. But it's just time for the guy to retire. I wish him well in his life. And and uh, for all the great memories he has given us, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in his personal life. I'm not going to pretend like I do, but I only wish him well. I do. Um, all right. Next up, well, I see I got some viewers here. Feel free to stop in and say hello. Ben Askren retires after going one and two in the UFC. Man, you know, I, I think he had championship aspirations. People are discounting him because he came in the UFC, I think, later in his life. And I have no doubt, you know, the way he just manhandled Kreshikov, um, Douglas Lima, among others, when he was in Bellator. And look what Douglas Lima just did to Roy McDonald, you know, just kind of edging him there. Um, There's no doubt in my mind, uh, 10 years ago, Ben Askren would have wreaked havoc and probably been championing the UFC. But he fought a hard-fought fight against Robbie Lawler. He did come back up on top and win that fight. Then he comes back, uh, fights George A. Masvidal, you know. I mean, that knee from hell in five seconds, you know, that strategy worked for Ben for 19 fights in a row. Um, and Jorge just timed that knee perfectly, went on uh, to do other things. We'll, we'll talk about that as well. But, you know, there's another side to Ben Askren, and I know a little bit of it. I'm not going to pretend like we're best friends or anything, but does a ton with wrestling, especially his youth wrestling camps in, in Wisconsin. Uh, I had a son that actually got to go to that. So, And, and there's talk of a hip replacement, and if that's true, you know, 
Godspeed, man. Um, great career. I wish it would have been more in the UFC, but what are you going to do? I think you made such a splash while you were here. Um, I think it helped the UFC, and, and I think it helped you as well. And great. Good on you. Frankie Edgar, uh, after losing to Max Holloway, is dropping to 135 pounds. Wow, that's really big news, except for the fact he just filled in for uh, Brian Ortega against the Korean Zombie at 145 pounds, and then gets knocked out in one round, gets knocked out badly. I I didn't like this fight for him. The travel was huge. He may have already been making that cut down to 135 pounds. I you know I don't know how much he cuts to get to 145. I I think he walked around right around the lightweight heavy. Uh, I'm sorry, the lightweight limit, 155 pounds back in the day when he fought at late lightweight and was the championship or champion there. I drink a little coffee there. My throat's getting dry. Um, so I don't know. I, I seriously doubt he fights Corey Sanhagen next month, which would have been a really tough fight. You know, uh, it's probably too soon for Aldo or uh, Marias to come back. That would be a cool fill-in, but they just fought too. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Jose Aldo beat Frankie DePunch at 135 pounds. I thought he looked like Gandhi, but... It looked like he was healthy. I mean, he was just skinnier. He had less muscle, but he fought well um, against Marlon Marais. I think he probably won that fight. I'd have to really go back and look at it again, but he looked great. So I don't know what happens with Frankie now. Maybe he does go back to 135 pounds, but I certainly hope he takes time to recover um, like he did after the Ortega knockout. Um, so big news, and then it wasn't. So we'll see what Frankie's future holds. Uh, speaking of people coming back to 135 pounds, Uriah Faber, everyone thinking he, um, he was retired, comes back, beats Ricky Simone, then comes back uh, a few months later and Petra Yawn, you know, he didn't do bad. He's certainly competitive at that, at that weight class, but you know, Petra just outdid him there and, and won that fight. And maybe, you know, I don't know what. Ariel, or not Ariel, <laughs> Uriah wants in this life except for big money fights and, and a title fight if it comes up. So, you know, it'd be cool to see maybe a, a, an Aldo favor or, you know, that would be a fun fight. I don't know if Aldo's as dangerous as he used to be. He doesn't seem to throw kicks anymore. And I don't know why that is. So someone would have to would have to tell me. Um, oh, lots of viewers here. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't say if he's going to retire or not now. Speaking of Donald getting the Connor, Connor fight ahead of Justin Gaethje, you know, despite going two and two, um, you know, we kind of covered that a little bit. What happens with Gaethje? Does he automatically get the winner of uh, Habib and Tony Ferguson if that fight happens? I think he's going on standby, but I don't know. It, it's tough to get motivated to train really hard uh, to be on standby, but the odds are in his favor. This fight's been canceled five times, so, you know. Who knows? Uh, it's in Brooklyn, so maybe somebody will throw a ally Quinto real estate sign through a bus, and somebody comes in on short notice and uh, takes that fight. You never know. Or Tony Ferguson will trip on a cord. What a crazy ass uh, turn of events that was. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. We'll see what happens. Let's talk about some UFC titles changing hands. What a crazy year! Uh, I think maybe two of the original champs remain. Uh, three, uh, Valentina Shevchenko, but. Let's talk about TJ Dillashaw. Tries to go down to 125 pounds. Loses. Pops for EPO. The guy looked like he was starving to death. 
He looked cartoonish. I, his face didn't even look right the way it was rounded. I, I don't know. It, it, it looked bad. He did, And then he didn't look normal on fight night either. Loses. Pops for EPO. Comes up to 135 pounds. To, um, uh, I'm sorry. Then Henry. 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 I'm sorry. Henry beats TJ Dillashaw. Okay? Then he goes up after TJ fights for EPO to fight for the vacant 135 pound belt and now we have another champ champ but even more news uh he's not coming back down to 125 pounds like he said he's uh relinquishing that belt to focus on 135 pounds and so now it's figuero uh, figuero i can't say that right very tough mean fighter against joey b joseph benavides i am super excited for that fight um and, and it's going to be it's going to be amazing. I, I I I like that fight at 125 pounds. And let's face it, Henry Sahudo saved the 125 pound division. Now I think TJ's got another year off or so, so we'll see what happens when he comes back. Uh, I would think he's probably right in there uh, for a title for a title fight, or maybe one away. Maybe him and Dominic, if the timing's right. I don't know, or maybe. Him and Uriah Faber. Now that would be a fight I think Uriah Faber would get up for. So that would be cool. What else? Another title changing hands here. So the 125-pound belt. The 135-pound belt. Now the women's strawweight division. It started the year with Rose Young Yunus as champ. She beats Joanna to get it. Okay? Then defends it. Beats her again in 2019. Goes into enemy territory. To Brazil, after winning one round, she gets slammed in her head and ran two by the new champ, Jessica Andrade. But wait, it's not over yet. Jessica, returning the favor, I guess, to Rose, goes to enemy territory in China. And we have the very first Chinese champion, Wei Li Zhang. And all of a sudden, Joanna Jurjacek back in the picture, and she's getting a title shot. That is insane. What, what I mean, can you think of a division... With more parity right now, the both 135-pound divisions, the men and the women's, crazy. Oh, and by the way, last week, two weeks ago, we saw two belts change hands. We have a new featherweight champ in Alexander Volkanovsky, who Matt, he outmaxed Max Holloway, which I never thought would happen at 145 pounds. Colby Covington, fighting through a broken jaw, probably winning the fight, going into round five, gets stopped by Kamaru Usman. All of a sudden, the welterweight division is wide open, too. Who's next? Is Leon in there somewhere? Poor Leon. Leon Edwards. Masvidal maybe getting the shot. Woodley. A rematch. Is GSP coming back? So many different scenarios. Uh, So all of a sudden, that division is exciting again. Uh, Does Tyron get kind of buried a little bit? I would personally like to see Tyron Colby. I don't want to see... Let's let's let a rematch simmer for a little bit. These immediate rematches, you know, there are other fights for these guys besides the immediate rematch. I want to see this one summer because simmer because this feud is not going away. Kamaru, uh, Kamaru, <laughs> Leon Scott, yes, MMA fan vote, man, you be giving me a lot of trouble lately on my accounts. What, what's the problem? I think I made you mad. Uh, he he's ripping me on my Iaquinta Realty account. So it's uh, Leon Scott. You know, I, I, I'd like to see a Leon Scott-Colby fight. I'd like to see a Colby-Tyron fight. We don't have to see the rematch. Kamaru, Kamaru, Colby will be uh, never liking each other 
for years to come. Let's get some other fights out of the way. And Jorge Masvidal, uh, if he doesn't get the title shot, let's see what's happening. Him and Colby. Just so many, so many. All right, I love you too, MMA fan vote guy. All right. <laughs> uh, how about Israel Adesanya? I probably picked against that guy every time he fought, um, including the uh, championship fight. Let's go over this real quick. Kelvin Gastelum and Robert Whitaker are supposed to fight in Australia. In February, Whitaker gets hurt, has an intestinal problem. He's out. Kelvin loses his shot. That same card, all of a sudden, Israel's bumped to the main event and looks like a ninja against Anderson Silva. What a great fight that was. I mean, that was just a... It was like Street Fighter, almost. I mean, like the martial arts kind. I, I don't know. I, okay, so... Fights... Kelvin, again, Israel does, fights him to the death pretty much, wins the interim belt. I mean, that was just a fight where Israel just had a little bit more in that fifth round. And I think that, I, I know it was. It was tied going into that fifth round. He beats Kelvin, okay? Kelvin. I mean, I, I thought Kelvin was going to just wrestle him to death and, and beat him. So, he's got the interim belt. Now, all of a sudden, we got Whitaker Adesanya in Australia Biggest card of the year, New Zealand versus Australia. And what happens? Uh, he stops him, man. He stops him. Israel stops Whitaker in round two. I never would have called that. So maybe I'll start picking uh, Israel in the fights he's in from now on. In heavyweight, my God. Last August, we see Daniel Cormier defending against the last heavyweight champion. The last guy he fought. No, I say it got back. He did fight Derek Lewis in the interim. He fights Stipe Miocic. Uh Gosh, Ohio's uh, sweetheart, who, by the way, he beat Stipe by KO in the opening round in their first fight, who, by the way, was winning the fight for three straight rounds before DC stopped listening to his corner, at least that's DC's story, took some body shots that changed the fight. Stipe KOs DC, reclaims the belt, sets up a trilogy in 2020, uh, and that DC, Daniel Cormier also says it's his retirement fight. Derek Lewis. How about Derek Lewis? Hires a nutritionist. Looks good. Uh, now it looks like he's fighting Isler Latifi, who's moving up to uh, heavyweight. I think the guy the guy looks like he's 5'2". I, I mean, he just goes against huge guys. Now he's going to fight heavyweight. We'll see what happens. So I, I like that fight too. Nate Diaz returned. I picked against him. Looked great against Anthony Pettis. It looked like that Nate Diaz that put the clinic back in the day on uh, Michael Johnson, you know. Looked like that Nate Diaz uh, that beat Marcus Davis at welterweight. And then it looked bad against Masvidal. It's like it, it's like he's like in every other fight guy because he kind of did the same thing uh, in the past uh, against other guys. You know, like Benson Henderson never looked that great. Um, so I don't know. But I think he was probably hurt in that camp. He says he was. I don't know. He just he's just up and down, man. When he's good, he's good. When he's not, he's not. I think the Nate Diaz that fought Anthony Pettis that night would have probably put the hurt a little more on Masvidal. I don't buy the hype of round four and five. That's when he's going to come on. Yeah, no. Nobody wants to take a beating. And then uh, it looked like there was a canyon opening up in his eye. So crazy. So he loses. Masvidal wins a made-up belt called the BMF belt. You can infer what that means. Uh, and probably we never see. Oh, and, and The Rock puts it on him. Nice. Uh, gimmick fight. Um, 
but it certainly did the trick. I watched, and I think many, many, many other people watch. Stefan Strube, unretired, got his got his nuts basically kicked off his body twice in a row. Continue it anyway. Got beat by Big Ben Rothwell. I picked Ben to win, but I thought he was going to get that inverted moob choke, you know, where he gets you in his hairy man boobs and and he chokes you out with that Kia team. So that is the moob choke, kids. Let's not forget Bellator. Chael retires again. Although I think he'd come back for Tito the way he needles him all the time. Who, by the way, just beat a jobber in Combate America. Uh, Alberto Del Rio. I'm not sure what his real name is. But uh, Alberto, obviously a former WWE wrestler who had not done MMA in quite some time. Ryan Bader becomes the Bellator champ champ by beating uh, Fedor. Now, let's see here. He has not, however, defended the 205 belt since 2017. We'll see. He says he wants to, but... That's a long time to not make that cut. And as we know, as we get older, we get it gets a little harder for me anyway to lose weight. Uh, we'll see what happens. Gregor Masasi, another belt change. Middleweight belt. Loses against Rafael Lovato Jr. last June. I think, you know, Masasi at 205 or 185 is one of the most dangerous guys ever. I think he could have been a UFC champion as well. He took the Bellator path. We'll see. Warrior McDonald loses the belt against Douglas Liama. Everyone questions whether his passion for MMA is still there. And all of a sudden, he's fighting for a million dollars again. Except for this time in pro fighting league, the PFL. Crazy. Um, so, I, uh, I, I think Rory is going to take... Look, listen, Rory's the only fighter I know that has resting psychopath face. Okay? At 155 pounds, Patricio Fieri beats Michael Chandler. And he becomes the champ champ. The other Fury guy. Crazy. Darian Caldwell, after getting beaten and rising by Kyoji Horiguchi, loses again and loses his belt in Bellator by the weirdest strategy I've ever seen. He took him down repeatedly and he did the, uh, it's called the ground no pound strategy where uh, Horiguchi just basically kept landing shots from the bottom and eked out a decision in probably one of the most boring fights ever. Cyborg. Cyborg. Cyborg Santos leaves the UFC after doctoring some video, or I guess her production team, to make Dana White look bad. Now she will face Julia Budd for the 145-pound championship. This is insane. What a year we've had. And I'm sure there's other stuff I'm forgetting. So if there's anything, any other news story, any obvious story I'm forgetting, let me know, please. Uh, and other than that, you know, you're going to get this podcast early if you're on YouTube and Periscope. But all you audio listeners, you're going to get it on Wednesday on Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you. I always like to have these podcasts out on Wednesday. Um, so I'm going to put this one in the can. And magically, Christmas morning, you will wake up, take a break from your family or whatever, and uh, listen to the MMA Fight Picks podcast. And if you don't have anyone to celebrate the holidays with, you know, um, I- I'm sorry for that too. And, uh, you know, hit me up on the Twitter and, and – uh, I'd love to wish you a happy holidays in, in a Twitter person, I guess the the thing is. So if there are no more uh, questions or no more news stories, any any uh, 2019 topics or even any 2020 topics, because I will do uh, a look ahead show. I guess the preview into early 2020 will be my next podcast and that will come out on, I believe, New Year's. But if there are no other questions, this is Aaron Weinbaum. Happy holidays, whatever, whatever your bag is, man. Christmas, Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, uh, I, I, you know, hey, I, I wish you well in the new year, and thanks for spending 2019 with me, and uh, big thanks for the podcast. Thank you all for sticking with me, and until next time.
Shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com.